the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. This is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. Yay. It's Tuesday. Two for Tuesday. Two for Tuesday. Yeah, actually. uh, We got a couple vidges. Vidges. I mean, it's all of the same stuff. But but it's similar. It's something I don't. I don't recall finding out about this. I didn't hear about this stuff. I didn't either. And you know what? It's a little weird. You need to know about you it. You do need to know this. This this is These are things and stuffs and stuffs and things. If you hadn't seen this before, these it, you need to you need to see this. Just go. Just uh, there's nothing nothing, nothing to, else to say. Right? Hit just, the transition. And thank you to all of our incredible community leaders and advocates that are here today. This day would not be happening without you all. Um, it is our community leaders on the ground that sounded this early. I remember that first call with Saida, and she said this is going to be something that we're going to have to work on and get rapid response on. And so I'm very excited to say that um, that today is the day. The hotline is open, and um, because that hotline is open. You can call into FEMA and you can start this process today. Now, we know here in New York. Can I ask what process she's talking about? Do you know? I, I do, actually. It's, you go ahead and keep, keep rolling, guys. She'll, just she'll keep, just, just going to clean it, it up a little bit. Just a little bit. Just, uh, just, just hit I'm kind of concerned now. Oh, you're going to love it. How tough those early days were. We couldn't even get tests here early on. It was something that was for celebrities and the privileged in those very early days. And so. Wait, wait, wait. privileged. Do you mean like you? No. No, it's no. not her. No. No, she's not privileged. Yeah. No, she's not. Being in the I government, mean, you know. No, did you not see her dress the other night? Oh, you mean the one that's said tax the rich? Mm-hmm. Tax the rich. That was bought, <laughs> that she bought from a designer who owes back taxes 12 different times. Yeah. And still hasn't been arrested. <laughs> yeah, weird, right? It's odd how that happens. Uh, we, we have been, Senator Schumer and I have been working with FEMA. We've been on the phone trying to get as flexible and accommodating circumstances as possible. So here's what families need to know. Your loved one should have COVID on their death certificate. Wait. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Your loved one should have COVID on their death certificate. Is she meaning specifically the loved ones that died at the very beginning of the COVID thing? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, just keep playing. Anywhere listed on their death certificate, either as the primary or contributing cause of death. In the- primary or contributing cause? Mm-hmm. Meaning they didn't actually die of COVID? Yes, it doesn't matter what they died from. 
the COVID has to be. Those early days, though, we know that so many people we didn't know what was COVID and what wasn't, and so there are several. We didn't know what was COVID and what wasn't. Yeah, back then they didn't. Remember, we just they, called everything COVID because it was all the flu. Remember? Everything is COVID. Yeah. Remember? Options available here. One is that you can go back to the institution that issued the death certificate, the hospital, the physician, etc., and you can have your death certificate edited uh, in retrospect, knowing what we know now about COVID. Do you get it now? She she's telling people to go edit the death certificates of their families and relatives. Uh huh. Yeah. So that it hits the records as new COVID deaths. Uh, well, no, 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 no. That's what would happen, though. It would be registered as a new no, COVID. No, that's not why they should do it, but though. It would be registered as but a new But that's not why COVID. they're doing it, though. But it would be. The- but that's not why they're doing it, though. It would screw up the numbers. But that's not why they're doing it, though. Why are they doing it? Why are they doing it? Well, why are they doing it? I didn't know this. And I'm still trying to find the exact article, but okay. Before you do it, you go ahead. Hold on. So if your if your uh, if your loved one's death certificate does not have COVID listed, you can have it um, put in. And in the just in since September, they've been listing COVID. But the problem is, the congresswoman said in the early days they didn't even know what COVID was, so they didn't list it. And we're working to get that correct. Yes. Yeah, so you can go to your institution and have it edited, or uh, in your conversations with FEMA. FEMA, we're also in conversations with FEMA to see what added flexibility that we can add there. So, so they're working with FEMA. Yeah. Yeah. They're working with FEMA. Uh-huh. Go, just go, 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 go From FEMA. Go ahead. The release date is March 24th of 2021, Washington. In early April, FEMA will begin providing financial assistance to funeral expenses incurred after January 20th of 2020 for deaths related to coronavirus, COVID-19, to help ease some of the financial stresses and burdens caused by the fake-demic. The policy was finalized today, and FEMA is now moving rapidly to, uh, to implement this funeral assistance program nationwide. Okay, so the f- Funeral assistance. I've know about this because I sh- I showed the I showed you the article originally. About, yeah, I feel like we about the seen death. It. You know the, the the death payments and stuff. Yeah, and I, but I think I think what happened. This is and I could be wrong. I think what happened was we just like oh well whatever. So FEMA's paying for it. Whoop de do. We were not privy to that little nugget of information that. You have people like AOC going back and saying, oh, by the way. You need to go edit the death certificates of your relatives to get the money. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it was. You have to get these people so, wh- to put that that COVID was mm. the cause of death. Doesn't matter the real reason that they had to have had COVID in order to get. And it's upwards, by the way, of $9,000. Yeah, I know. Yeah, now yeah, bear in mind they're yeah. talking this is this is as she said is retroactive goes back to the beginning no it can't goes no. back to, no, no 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 hear me out this is going back to, as he just november. mentioned of 2018 yeah november of 2018 so anybody that you can get a, a note for saying that they died in 2018 of anything and you can get covid put on there they're obviously buried she's they're they're literally telling you to falsify falsified death certificates. Yes. They're claiming it's correcting, but they're telling you to falsify death certificates all the way back to 2018 because we didn't know back then. 
we didn't because COVID wasn't actually a thing then yet. Still arguably not really a thing, but whatever. His two and a half years argues different. Well, maybe, but that's still. Anyway. You can make anything truth as long as you yell it loud enough and long enough. Right, exactly. So, um, I, uh, uh, there were very few, very few loopholes in the funeral assistance program that they came out with. I was actually pretty happy with the funeral assistance program. Because it, the 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 one major thing that I I I I liked about it was the fact that it had to be a relative. Yeah. It can only be claimed once. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that nice? And by relative, I mean like you have to be a, a, a direct relative. <laughs> like you can't claim, oh, this is my my great great grandfather twice removed yeah this no, is my uncle th- through someone's marriage this is no, no, it has to be immediate it, family th- like this is my wife this is my husband this is my grandfather this is my father this is my do- uh, my mother my daughter whatever this is my rifle this is my gun exactly <laughs> that's you had to it had to be close relation okay uh-huh. and not only was it close relation but you had to have the death certificate yeah and it had to say that they died of COVID, yep. specifically died of COVID. Yep. Yeah. This this is as you just heard her say. And now she's came. She's now come out with Chuck Schumer. Well, this is seven months ago, but yeah, several months ago. Mm-hmm. When they came out with this program, she was in New York telling people that they need to go and doctor up the death certificates. Yeah. Seven months ago. And again, let's just keep in mind, this is not just seven months ago they were saying to do this. They're also saying to go back beyond... From seven months ago. When they said COVID was really an issue. Going back to now that they're recognizing it is November of 2018. Which is not true. No. But they're doing it. Right. Because they can. Yeah. Isn't it great? Isn't it wonderful? That's fantastic. Aren't Isn't you happy? And it 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 could now it now it, it was like it was. The way that it was designed was COVID wasn't just like a secondary thing. COVID had to be the reason why you died. Yeah, well, apparently they've been able to finagle and work around that and not so much no more. Not so much no more. So there you go. Yeah, that's great. That next video is just a little bit more in depth. This one here? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 20 minutes, bro. I know. We don't have to play it. I'm just, I sent it as a thing for y'all to enjoy. And no, no. Well, we got to do your something because, like, this is you, you, this is This goes in a little bit more detail because it's 20 minutes. Yeah. So give it a play for a little bit. All right. Help people walk through this process. Chuck Schumer. Chucky Schumer. So we're going to make sure that the people who didn't have the dollars and had to stretch... And those who haven't been able to have burials, because some people have are still staying, are laying in funeral homes and elsewhere without burials, get those Did you, dollars. Hold on. Did you catch the that? Thing we're going to do this law. Sorry. Applies. Wait. What? 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 Did you hear what he said? Uh, that there are still people who don't get to get, uh, haven't been buried yet. There's a. I, again, are this you was saying seven months ago. Are you saying that seven months there is a litany of people who have not been buried but are dead currently in New York City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they quote unquote can't afford it. 
cremation's not that expensive. Yeah, and usually in, in bigger places like that, that becomes more popular. Right, so and the morgue will only hold them for so long. Is there a body dumping place that is not the docks? No, they're getting buried. Just so we're clear, they're being buried and they're being buried properly. And they're the being prob- bur- buried by the government. <laughs> well, no, people are still paying to have it done like it's right, supposed yeah. to. Now they're just, now they're like, oh, I can get nine grand as a reimbursement to claim it was COVID. Okay. Yes. Also, oh, that was the other thing. Mm-hmm. So the other thing was you had to be the party responsible for the burial. Oh. That was the other piece that, that I really liked about the fact is that you can't claim anything unless you were the one who buried them did you bury the person like did you pay for it yes or no no then you can't claim it but you can try and you can get rejected so out of his prime over on twitter at doa show dead but not buried so most new york city voters yes for all of 2019 from I believe it is March to the end of 2019. We're gonna make sure we renew this in the new bill. We're working on that already. The ARP bill that President Biden proposed. The ARP bill? Mm Mm-hmm. Not the AARP, but the ARP. Yeah, and not WKRP. In Cincinnati. Okay, sorry. Okay, anyway. So it will apply (laughs) for all of this year till the COVID crisis ends. It'll apply until the crisis is over. Uh-huh. So $9,000. So yes. It's always. It'll always apply. Forever and, and ever and ever. ever. As long as you can get COVID on the death certificate. Forever. Uh-huh. Nice to say knee over on Twitter. Nothing good ever came from someone saying, you have to see this. You're right. Especially if it's us. This is only a fair and humane thing to do. Only a fair and humane thing to do. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. Not fair and humane. Fair and humane. Well, you know, people with class don't say H's. People with class don't want to be humble. They want to be humble. Because they're looking for humility. It's very honorable of you. Thank you. This is the kind of thing our country has done before. And we're glad that we were able to be prov- provide this very... We're glad that we're going to be able prov- to, to provide... The man can't do two things at one time. He's- needed relief. And we will keep fighting on this issue and many other issues to make sure that the people of New York and of the country particularly those who don't have the means to keep going on their own during COVID, get the help they need. With that, let me call on the Congresswoman. Did you hear the way he said it like that? For that, now let me call on the Congresswoman. Come on, Heffa, come up here. You need to come up. It's a little slippy over here. You need to be be careful. (laughs) Don't fall, pumpkin. We need you. Big full of snarky jackal. What have we done to anger you? And you were inflicting that nitwit on us right out the gate. Big former Steve, wow. I haven't been able to listen for a month. I finally get time and we're leading off with this story. Thanks for making my ears bleed as if I wanted stressing at work. (laughs) As if I wasn't stressing at work enough. Uh, Uh, You're welcome. 
That's what you get. Thank you so much, Senator Schumer. Thank you. Oh, it's her again. Thank you so much, Senator. It's her again. Senator, thank you so much. Thank you to our community leaders that we have here. Well, in thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Um, here thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, of course, to Saida Dunstan at Elmcore, who really just helped kicked up, kick off this um, this effort in a very major way. You know, about a year ago. A major, um, very way. A very, very New major York way. City became the epicenter of the epicenter. And right here Did in Did you Florida, hear? The epicenter of the epicenter. It's the center of the center. So it's it's like the bath. It's the deepest center there is. It's the inside of the toilet of the toilet. Is it? Hey. <laughs> Ducky, go down the hall. <laughs> Queens, um, we had one of the most heavily impacted zip codes in the United States of America when it came to COVID cases. Um, this is when COVID had just hit New York City, and we were just trying to figure out what exactly was happening what exactly? and how the pandemic was hitting the United States. Um, and it was in that moment that we started to hear from community leaders right here in New York 14 and in Corona and around East Elmhurst that this pandemic was not hitting all of us equally. It, it wasn't wasn't hitting us equally. No, it doesn't. It, it, it was. It was. It's, it's racist. It was you know racist. That. You know that, right? Because <sighs> everything is racist and sexist. Yes, but that's, that's, but also awesome. But only when you're part of a team. Only when you're part of a team. Yeah. Anything beyond that is BS. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bull snark jackal. So the epicenter of the epicenter. So epicenter squared. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I'll go circle for the block. Oh, <laughs> darn. Swanimous <laughs> Prime. Welcome to DOAE show where the hosts hate the audience and commit this war crime against us, but we're <laughs> gluttons for punishment, so we keep showing up anyway. We can't turn it off. It's like a train wreck. Uh huh. Just can't stop. Nope. Don't stop. Get it, get it. <laughs> So let's continue. We still got like, there's more to this, but we're going to run this out until the end of the break. So enjoy. It was hitting black families hard. It was hitting frontline workers hard. It was hitting Hold on. immigrant Stop. families extremely hard. It was hitting frontline workers hard. hard. Okay. The same frontline workers that you're now turning around and saying, if you don't get vaccinated, that you you're going to no get job. fired. Yeah. Mm. Those so important. Those people are so important. So important to you. Oh my goodness. Working class families. Working, Working class. class families. And it was disproportionately impacting along lines of race and along lines of class. Right. So it's racist. It is. We so we called it. We did. Oh, good. Good. I, I just wanted to make sure that we we called it. That's that's. No, we did. We did. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we called it. And so what we saw was that the pandemic, while we were, while it was, should I wait on this? Walla, 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 walla. Apparently there's a train driving, riding by. <laughs> this is a big thing. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. This is a big train. Listen. So, money in this bill to make sure the trains keep running. Yes. Did you hear that? What? He sat there, he's like, oh, don't worry. We're going to throw a million, or was it a billion dollars into making sure the trains keep running through all this? Did you catch that? Why do you need to ma- pay more money to make the trains run? 
The trains are already running. Well, but you know. You, you don't need to pay more money to make the trains run because they're already running and everybody that works it are still working it. I'm just saying. And so what we saw was that um, while this pandemic was hitting all of us um, and while we were all in the same storm, we weren't all in the same boat. And some. <laughs> while we were all in the same storm, and we still are technically. We're not in the same boat. Right. Some of us are on pieces of wood. Some of us are in dinghies and some of us are on, on yachts. And some of us are floating on top of doors that can only hold the weight of one. Some, some of us are on dinghies. Some of us, AOC, are dinghies. That's okay. We're Stop gonna, playing with your dinghy. We're going to get through this together, folks. Some of us were riding very choppy waters. And what that means was that the communities that were being hardest hit we're having uh, higher levels of mortality. And what that means is that when black... Yeah, scrape that snow with a brush. Brown... And <laughs> broom. And working class families are getting hit. Just there you go. Keep brushing it. All right, you can stop that cases. now. It means that they're also losing... I could take a photograph from behind you. ...more people with higher levels of mortality. Higher levels of mortality. When I was about 18 years old... I lost my dad when I was 18. To COVID. <laughs> I mean, she's not saying that, but I'm Expenses, just saying. Haunted and followed my family along with many other families uh, in a similar position. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't. She's, she's doing the same damn thing as with my grandma. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the, the pain and the suffering of paying for the funeral, it destroyed my family and haunted us for years. Even though Granny's still alive. <laughs> Granny's still alive and she has a ton of money, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> this still goes on. Keep going. This is stupid. Oh, jeez. Yeah. For years, when you suddenly lose a loved one, you're talking about an expense of four, five, seven, ten thousand dollars, and then during COVID, with overrun uh, funeral facilities, etc., families also are being are having to deal with having to pay for the storage of the bodies of their own loved ones. Storage where in U-Haul? And so I'm I'm yes. thrilled to be able to um, I'm thrilled. To have such strong and powerful community leaders here to alert us to this as soon as everything started to hit. Um, Saida Dunstan just called me up right away, and she said, "This is going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem." Did you did you see the reaction that she had? It wasn't just like a like her reaction wasn't just she called me right away. She had this like. Really weird. Like really weird, like she attacked me sort of mentality in the in the motions yeah, that she was giving she off did. there. That wasn't like I know. That was like really violent. I know. She was a little excited there. She's very excited over this. And it's not good. Because she's spending more money that you know Nobody has. Nobody has. Except for her. And Schumer. And Schumer. And Pelosi. But I'm mainly, but they're mainly in New York, so whatever. So it doesn't really mean no. that much. No, it doesn't. But it doesn't, hey, it doesn't doesn't mean much. Keep going. This is probably the same week that everything shut down. <laughs> same week. And we got to work right away. Right away. And so we brought this up. I brought it up uh, and and conference with Senator Schumer, 
and we made it a priority for our state and for our country. And so once again, if you are a family that lost a loved one, please make sure that you start to document um, and please make sure that you start to collect all documentation of the costs of burying a loved one. Make sure that you start to assemble this, get your death certificate so that we can make sure that we can reimburse the costs to your family up to $7,000. We have $2 billion allocated. Yeah. And this is... Uh, That's a correction she didn't have at that time. retroactive yeah. back to March 2021 at the beginning of the pandemic. So... Uh, with that, I just want to thank each and every one of you and everyone uh, of you. Our, our community leaders. And I want to, I'm just so proud to introduce Saida Dunstan of Elmcor. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done now. I, you sure? Yeah, yeah. She's she's going to introduce somebody else. And I I didn't even want to listen to her a second time. Yeah. Well. But it is two for Tuesday. So, I mean, there's that. Blazing slugs. Can someone please put a sock in AOC's mouth? She swallowed her ball gag. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. Her mouth is that big, though. Big Pharmacy also on Twitter. So it was hitting healthcare workers and you want to help them. Like you help the ones out of the state that came out to help you and you thank them by taxing the ever-loving snot out of them when they got home. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Yeah, we completely understand that one. Yeah. I'm Mike Opelka from PureOpelka.com. I'm a big free speech fan. I'm someone who wants everybody to say whatever they want. But I also think it's fair game for us to point out when people say dumb things. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 5-0. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance. Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain. Genital, come quick. The Chinese have taken over the island beachhead. What should we do? Release the cat coolers! The first cat cooler dropped, activated a volcano on impact. The cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by 26 island refugees. China has signaled their unconditional surrender and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way. What? China surrendered, G.I. Joe! No more drop a cat cooler! No coolers were harmed in the making of this ad, but the island is a total loss. Cat coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes, but the video is really cool and it's still illegal to smuggle a cat into New Mexico. This is Defenders Live. 
Okay. Adam W. Johnson over Twitter. My mom's account at the Veterans Nursing Home covered the entire cost of her cremation. Mm -hmm. Granted, it was the money she was saving up for Christmas, but it was enough. And it wasn't that expensive. Keep in mind that when the government pays, they set the rules. Also following up with also when the government pays a specific industry, their rates go up. This will significantly affect people paying for it themselves. So here's the thing, right? So I, I understand where you're going with that one. But in this <coughs> bill, in this, this ruling that they have for FEMA, it doesn't pay the mortuary. It doesn't. It, it it doesn't pay for the burial itself. Okay, it's a reimbursement. It, it's a reimbursement check. to the people who already paid. Yeah. So that it's. So it's you get cash personally because you paid for it. It's your cash, and you want it now. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, up to nine grand, you can get if you have to personally bury somebody. Mm-hmm. But if their insurance pays for it, technically you can't pay. You can't get it. Oh, they'll find a way. Oh, I know, but you, you, you shouldn't be able to because the insurance paid it. Well, there's a lot of things you shouldn't do, but... Right, I'm just saying... Shouldn't have I'm vaccines saying, mandated technically and there's like no that either. Loop, but. Th that is not a loophole in the in the ruling. Like, there, there are musts in the ruling, and that's uh, one of the musts is you had to have paid for it. Oh, well. And they pay up to 9000 So, uh you can pay for as much as you want, but they only going to reimburse you for nine grand. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Isn't that special? Isn't that nice? So I got this one for you. Uh, it's, it's really quick. I'm not going to throw the video up, but uh, why not? Well, okay. Well, it adds to the effect. It really does. It really does. This guy looks just peachy, delightful, peachy keen. Here we go. Isn't he I just, I'll, I'll do that one here. Here you go. This is an easy one. If you espouse to the idea that Jesus was born of a virgin birth, then Jesus could not have had male chromosomes. Therefore, Jesus had only female chromosomes to argue with that and presented as masculine. So, Jesus was non-binary. And in terms of male and female, and the Hebrew, the word that was used for and describes a spectrum. Masculine and feminine is a sociological construct that is dependent upon the society with which you are talking about. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I feel he is wrong. You feel he's wrong? Just a teensy Okay, well, so here's his, his logic, right? Okay. So his logic is mm -hmm. Jesus was born from a virgin. And I got that. that yeah, I get that. Okay, so he only has female chromosomes. That's... <laughs> Logically speaking, because again, let's let's talk about this one for a moment. Um, Immaculate birth is different than regular. Well, I was going to say <laughs> that would, but then his argument then would imply that theoretically that would mean that Mary is asexual, which means technically she would should still have some male chromosome then right herself yes yes so his logic is completely blown right out of the water right there right um but again name one other asexual uh birth as Ever. in as in in humanity human birth that came from yeah, one one being. person no help from anything not this well we finally have got men who are pregnant <laughs> and they're really just Women, women changing into men. Dudes. No, no, no. Straight up, 
you have one human being, a single female, who gave birth from nothing. Right. No, a, a verified record of it didn't happen. There was mm. no doing the do's and none of that stuff. Right. You can't find it. You're not going to find it. Well, that's because, because you know, it's crap. Human, human, human. Uh, it's kind of the dual genetic code there, you know. Is that what it is? We, we, yeah, we had the double helix. You know, the genetic code has to go from one male and one female, and then, then boom. And dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I, I, Made you out of clay. Uh, no, the other thing is, uh, well, we're, we're here, hold on. Let me get to uh-huh. Let me get to it. Uh, somewhere in here. <laughs> presented as masculine, so Jesus was non-binary. And in terms of male and female, and the Hebrew, the word that was used for and describes a spectrum. Masculine. And does not describe a spectrum. Apparently in Hebrew it does by this person's standard. Because this guy, and, and, I, and I don't know, so I'm, I'm about to be very ugly, but this guy clearly does not look like someone who would be uh, uh, well-versed in Hebrew. Well, uh, he's a she, so. I'm sorry, what? She's a man. What do you mean she's a man? That, that, that's a transgendered person. Oh, fantastic. That's why his voice is so freaking high, because he's not really a he. <sighs> I, I, I mean, I don't know what I, I don't have anything. I'm I'm. Fine, whatever. This individual <laughs> is not exactly look. And I, again, I, I just by appearances doesn't appear to be anyone who's well versed. Because and I'm going to go on this limb: is most people who talk like this, most people who throw arguments out here like this, most mm-hmm. people who try to argue like this, yes, never actually do any real research. Right. They just most have, of them. They usually go to like. They hear a it. random site, or they, or they no, 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 hear no, 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 no. They hear it from somewhere. Somebody and they keep else it in their something. head. Uh huh. And that's it. And that's it. After that, it's just kind of left hanging. And and it's and then they come off as well. Look at these people. They're so wonderful. They're they're so intellectual. It's, it's like the the one TikTok that I've seen going around where some guy who's not a Christian, like actually an atheist or something along those lines, is sitting there trying to argue that, you know, the Bible in Hebrew would, in the actual Hebrew, it doesn't say in the beginning. It says in, in a beginning. beginning. Yeah. And it's, it, it, the point is like, does it, does it matter? Well, to him, it does. How does, uh, how does a in the make a difference? So we're talking, uh, here's the way that, it, here's the way, the way that I, I understand it from all the ones that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause it's more than just one now. Yeah, I know. Okay, so from all the ones that I've understood and seen and and watched and and kind of gone through, in the mm-hmm. beginning mm-hmm. dictates that it is the singular, the only, the one, the start. In a beginning, okay, is more like a fairy tale. It's an idea that there was a beginning, and in a beginning here is 
how it might go. Yeah, but what you're missing the actual argument at I that mean, point. That basically is the argument, though. No, 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 I'm saying, but they're missing the argument. The argument is, it, it, overall, they're missing the whole point. The whole point right. of it is in the... the at the beginning, at a fine, a beginning, there was a beginning. There was a point where God created everything. <laughs> That's the point. You can, you know, shuffle the verbiage around all you want to. The, the statement is still going to come out the same. In the beginning, in a beginning. The point of that verse, the beginning of that is all saying the same thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At a point. Yeah. God created everything. Yes. And you want to sit here and argue the semantics of the letter A. Yes. It's like uh, the, the meaning of the word is, is. Just like just like the arguing with, well, yeah, if you're going to believe in the fact of a uh, virgin birth, then that means that Jesus was not binary because he didn't have it. If you're it gonna, means that you didn't read the damn Bible. Well, but <laughs> it's what it means. Well, there's that. If you're because going to. It wasn't just a virgin birth. It was a miraculous birth, which, by the way, a virgin birth would be miraculous. But inside. That's what we get ready to say. If you're going to play that game, if you're going to uh, play that game, of yes there is a virgin birth yeah okay then everything you you're losing sight of it you're trying to argue you, other stuff you're arguing now what you're saying is okay i believe you at your word but i'm taking out all the all, all the mysticism uh, all the mystical parts out of it i'm taking the angels out i'm taking the word of god out i'm taking all the rest of it i'm literally just taking the part that says mary gave birth as a virgin yeah. And separating that out from you're, the rest of the biblical text. Yeah, you're completely removing the point, or you're missing the point. Yeah. The fact of the matter is that Jesus was born of a virgin. Period. And if you're going to sit there and, and go along that vein and go, well, yeah, that's the truth. Well, then if you're playing in that line, then you have to follow it to the end. Right. Well, actually, you have to start at the beginning and then keep going past that point. <laughs> no, and I got that. But you get my point is, is sit here. Well, he was non-binary. Let's just, just throw this out here for just a moment. Okay. He was non-binary. So what? He was also dark-skinned. <laughs> Don't you know... It's what, uh, no okay. I'm sorry. No, he wasn't non-binary. Why? Because he was the perfect human. Yeah, because that's kind of what he do. Can't be non-binary genetically and be considered, you know, one hundred percent human. Yeah, I mean, again, who cares at that point? You're arguing semantics. You're trying to to to. Prove a point on something that doesn't make a difference. It well, doesn't. It would, okay? So it would make a difference. Really? Would it? Under one circumstance. And that would be? The rest of the Bible was false. Not necessarily. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's it. The rest of the Bible, specifically the rest of the Bible around his birth, the rest of the story around his birth was false. It had to be false. Okay. Yeah. If you take it from that line of thinking, everything else is false. The only thing that was real was that she was a virgin and she gave birth. But I mean, again, if you're somebody who's trying to argue that and fight all that from the beginning, then you came at it wrong, bud. Yeah. Then how, 
And then you're like, oh, well, I it know. It is the weirdest hill I to know die Hebrew on. because and means more than just and. But again, it's a weird hill to die on. I know. A really weird hill. And means a spectrum. No, it doesn't. And does not ever mean a spectrum. Like, and means addition to. In addition to. In addition to. Yeah. We're, we're, there's no spectrum. This, in addition to, there's also this. Uh, and I mean, you can continue adding. I love how people can turn around and, and, and also, you know, throw out and explain the intent and all this other crap of people in the past, okay. but they can't figure their own selves out. Here you go. Okay. So uh, what? Okay. Let's say in Hebrew and actually represented a spectrum. Let's say we have... We have a, a, a Jewish person that listens to our show and she corrects us every now and again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she listens to us on replay. So we'll probably get this in like three days. <laughs> but, all right. Does and primarily represent a spectrum? I'm not going to, I'm just asking. Let's say that it does. Okay. Okay. Let's say that it does. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Hypoallergenically. Also in English, technically and all does represent a spectrum. You want to know how? Because it includes all the different ones when you say it, and. You can just keep on adding and. Adding and to it, yeah. You could just say and this, and this, and this, yeah. and this. So, or is a choice between one or another. And you know what we should be playing in the background right now? I need conjunction junction. Conjunction junction. What's your function? Got an button all to help me get the job done. Anyway. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> so, yes, in some instances, uh, and does mean more than one thing. It does. It can. But it doesn't necessarily represent spectrum. Okay? Can we just... Okay. Can we, can we settle that? It needs to be there. Sure. It's just, it's right? Hmm. <laughs> no. I know. Because you're like, what the... Come on. Deuce. Come on. Really? Adam, Adam W. Johnson, I knew Jesus. I worked with Jesus. You, sir... Are no Jesus, Lloyd Benson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you seen the it. new the new intellectual things? No, the guy that comes out and he's like talking about the uh, Council of Nicaea and all the rest of it. I've heard bits how, and pieces of it. I think how like uh, Jesus wasn't a name that was actually. Given oh to yeah, Jesus. It was, I, yeah. His name was Yeshua and all the rest of it. And, and it doesn't translate it to Jesus and da 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 da. It actually translates as Joshua. Actually, that doesn't. Whatever. Again, again, you're going to argue the semantics. Jesus was named because because of two things. Jesus Christ was named because of two things. They they took uh, they 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 took Zeus, and they called him the son of Zeus. So Jesus. No. So you have Jesus. No. That's how you have Jesus. No. I, and then again, and then they took they took. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Again, you're arguing about something that's not important. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like this. It's like these people 
who I, and again, I see in a lot of videos that this, you know, is the, is the, the jab, the, the, the mark of the beast right. is, you know, is this the end times, blah, blah, sure. blah. Is this post-trib? Is it pre-trib? Is it, how's all this stuff? All these different people are throwing all of these type videos and stuff out there like that. Sure, yeah. And my brain goes to one thing. What does it matter? It doesn't matter. What does it matter? The question is, the important question is, is, <laughs> is where it are the you, end of the world? Well, no, no. <laughs> where are you spending eternity at? Yeah, because if you're on, according to the Christianity and according to the Bible, if you're saved, if you're on that side, who the hell cares if it's the end of the world? You should be happy to a point because that means all this BS is getting ready to be over with and we're going to be perfect. We don't have to worry about being tired and angry and everything. And if you're on the other side, if you're not saved, if you're not part of that, then you have something to be worried about. Right. That's that's the question. That's the important part. Who gives a flying fig if dinosaurs were in the Bible or not? Who cares? Uh, the answer is yes. The Nephilim thing is a whole other thing. Is getting on my damn nerves. Uh, you could be a Nephilim. Shut the hell up. I'm going to nephil my foot up somebody's ass here in a minute. I, it drives you me nuts. You could be a Nephilim. You're worrying about the stupidness. You literally are missing the forest through the trees. Did you know that the word Nephilim also is the same word that they used for for miscarriages and not just any miscarriages, but abortion. Oh my God. Abortive miscarriages in Hebrew. So Nephilims are, are the discarded children of abortions. That's, you know what? Actually, actually that, in context, that's not right either, but whatever. Right. Okay. But if that was the case, okay, that would mean that you and I were definitely not Nephilim. Everyone who's alive is not a Nephilim. Right. Yeah, I get it. And, 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 if but that, wait, there's more. If that was the case, uh-huh. Mm, uh-huh. So, so that would mean that God took the soul of that being mm-hmm. and changed it dramatically from his original intent. Yeah. In my understanding of God, it, he doesn't, doesn't do, do that. that. Yeah. Doesn't do that. Also, uh, big props to uh, Big Pharma Steve over there going in with the sound of music. Started Started from the very beginning. (laughs) That's a very good place to start. (laughs) A doe, a deer, a female deer. Ray! (laughs) The stream of guys. I know. Me. Nice to say knee over on Twitter. The words from and to together would be indicative of a spectrum. <laughs> That's usually your first clue there, Sherlock. Very right. good. Yes. Uh, sweat of his prime over there uh, at Dylan Lyles right now. And it's uh, Alec Baldwin pouring a, a very large glass of scotch. Mm. That's not uh, that's not unheard of. No. Uh, ask, also, asking for a friend, Jackal. Hebrew also has thirty-seven different words for love. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Love is a love is a spectrum. Actually, that is that is one case I will say. The word love is a spectrum of ideas. No, it's not a spectrum. Yes. No, it's a rainbow. It's not a spectrum. There's a reason why in Greek there's four different variations in Hebrew. I don't know there's if there's really seven, but uh, there's there's a boatload. Right. There's a reason why if you actually look at ancient uh, uh, languages, there's a reason why they have multiple words 
for things like love and everything yep. like that. They have multiple words for multiple words. Mm-hmm. There's because love of food, there's love of person, there's love of life. There's because love. they were they they said what they meant and they meant what they said. Uh-huh. Humans, as time has gone on, as smart as we've become, we've allegedly language. Yes, we've turned around and made it into the spectrum. You say love, and just throw the word out there. If you say I love and don't even sit, finish it right there, there are 500 people in the room. Almost all 500 are going to have something different to think about. You say love is just a word, just four letters in a row, just a thing that people say, or they never tell you so. I hate you. Damn it. <laughs> but you get my point is, is that when people said, you know, agape, Right. In love. Mm-hmm. It was it was meant that exactly what they said. There's not none of this nuance because how many and, and, and I, I'm going to probably shoot myself in the foot with this one. Uh huh. But how many conversations have men had with women? Woman comes in the room. And she's got a look on her face. Right. Well, what's wrong? Are you mad? I'm not mad. And you go around in circles. I'm not mad. I'm I'm frustrated. I'm disappointed. I'm this and I'm that and I'm that. Those are all Our, for mad. It is. That's what I'm saying. In in uh, ancient, you know, lingual, Langu- languages, languages yeah. yeah. That's how you said it. That's what you said. And people will go, okay. Because that, they meant something different. That was the norm. Right. It's not normal for us. So no. like you just said, we sit here and roll our eyes going, no, it's still mad. you're still mad it's dumb it down a little bit yeah we've 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 completely dumbed ourselves to this point of like well no it doesn't matter we don't need to have this and we don't need adjectives here's the fun part about i say fun part it's here's here's the reason why they do us do it this way is because you can be easily anybody can be easily manipulated in nuance oh yeah because if you're not specific about something, if one word has all these different variants and variables and changes and spectrums and all this BS, then the nuance in that is just lost. Yeah. It, you you get lost in it. And you could yeah, and you may think you understand, but you don't. But you don't you because no they're going to turn around and lie to you. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Here's something that not uh, Adam W uh, Johnson over on Twitter real fast. Oh yeah. Real yeah. fast. When my wife's mad, all she says is why do you have to be such an a-hole? I always know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, but I, why? I, I mean, why all, every guy, just so we're clear, every guy knows when his woman's mad. Yes. The thing about it is, is we will say, why are you mad? And they will come back with, I'm not mad. I'm angry. I'm dis, which is another fun one. It drives me banana sandwich. Angry and mad are the same thing. They are the exact same thing. But you go, I'm frustrated. I'm disappointed. I'm just, you know, I'm stressed. Flustered. I'm this and this and this and this. I'm like, well, your face says one thing. It just says You're mad. mad. Yeah. The face only gives off a general idea. Yeah. And so <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Yeah. It's something that's uh, that it's not so obtuse. In an interview that would likely cause the woke left to have a fit. No. What? Daniel Craig, who portrays Ian Fleming's international British uh, J- uh, British spy James Bond, James Bond in the latest like three movies that they've had. I know. I don't yeah. think he's got but like one or two more left. Oh, this is the last one for him. Oh, is it? No okay. time to die is the latest one that's come out. Wait a minute, uh, it's coming out. <laughs> Hold on. His his the, his his last movie is No Time, no to, time die. to Die. So technically, his even yeah. though James Bond doesn't die, right? Ever. 
him playing James Bond dies <clears throat> in no time. To- <laughs> okay. Yep. Like his James Bond is over. Oh no. Yeah. He uh, faced questions from magazines about uh, who should replace him. And okay. Told, and told the outlet that uh, women should not be tapped for that role. Ooh, he, he's tapped? Yeah. You're not supposed to tap women without their permission. Right. That's called rape. <laughs> the debate about who should follow Craig in the next 007 has <clears throat> been ongoing since the days that the star revealed No Time to Die would be his very last Bond film. Aww. Speculation has swirled around a number of Englishmen mm-hmm. as possible replacements, including uh, Tom Hardy. You know, Bane. Yeah. From which, Batman. Which, I mean... No. Really? No. I don't know. He sound, I, he sound, I haven't heard him without the mask on. No. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Loki. I was going to say, that's Loki. Loki. It? Yeah. No, he's Loki already. You can't, I can't, yeah, you he's can't too use in, him now. He's, he's Loki. too ingrained. Idris Elba. That one might be good. That I could do that. I think I could go that route. I could go that way. You know what? I um, the more I'm thinking about it, especially of the, of, yeah. of the three, at, like Elba, yeah, hands down, hands down, done. But the more I'm thinking about it, like no, no, I I think he could make a really good one. He could, yeah, because he's already the black, like 007's already I, the black sheep of the uh-huh. of the lot. You know, yep, that's good. Yeah, like right there. That'd be all right. Yeah, but as society has become more woke. Discussions have grown about the possibility of a woman being given the job. They tried it with Doctor Who. It didn't do too well. No, it didn't. They're going back to a guy. Yeah, they they it didn't work. They haven't announced who it is, but they're going back to a guy. Yeah, it hasn't worked. Uh, actually, it lost almost half of its viewership. Yeah, it did. Uh, well, because they took that one and made it entirely woke. about yeah woke. It was all so complete woke. And you, they, they completely, I, I, and I haven't seen any of those particular Doctor Who's. I have. Okay. So then you can, uh, from what I've been told, I saw and you can season. confirm this. I saw the first season of that. Erickson or Whitmore. Erickson. And that's crazy because Erickson was horrible. Like Erickson all the way. Erickson was horrible. And, and he hated the role. He hated it. You could see it through the entire season. And she Erickson from, all the way, bud. Yeah. I'm just, I just, that's what I was told, but I wanted to verify. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not even a, it's not even a debate. Yeah. That's what I figured. That's what I've been told too. And I'm like, dag on, really? That's, yeah. No. Yeah. But you know, I, uh-huh. I, I, we can go into that later. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard, no, seriously, I've heard of so many yeah, no, doctor, doctor number nine versus doctor number 14. I think it's 14. Is it 14? Yeah, it's yeah, 14. 14. Cause, yeah, because uh, Capaldi was 13. Capaldi was 13. Yeah. Yeah. I know. The I, new, genera- new generations line. Anyway. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Yeah. Ooh, and I Adam like W. Johnson. Too. Forget the stupid thing. Who cares about yeah, the article? Yeah. Adam W. Johnson. Unpopular opinion. Daniel Craig is the best Bond. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never watched. Also, any of hey, Lavar Burton is still available. Just Lavar Burton. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why they'll never give it to him He's not English, and he can't. I don't believe he could do an English accent. Uh, well, no, no, no. Here's the deal. You have seen him for years, almost three decades in in, in film, forever as a straight 
regular American English accent. Yeah. For him to go suddenly English. It'd be a bombshell for sure. It would, it would be garbage. Yeah. Everybody would watch it and be like, this is crap. This is crap. Yeah. And you know it. <laughs> Peekable Starkey Jackal. I was today years old when I learned Bane is also Venom. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like. Yeah. I don't like it. Like it. Yeah, I know. I know it. Yeah. Eccleston. You mean Eccleston. Eccleston? I know Eccleston. I, I yeah, call we him. We don't care. I call him Erickson because it, he's grumpy. He, I, we hate him anyway. I don't. I, like he's trash. Like, I knew it wasn't Erickson, but I knew if I said far, that it yeah. was close. Yeah. As far as Doctor Who's go, he's trash. Yeah. Well, especially when it's followed up by Tenet. Yeah. Even. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The Biden administration is facing a major diplomatic crisis with France. Last week's announcement of a new security partnership involving Australia, Britain, and the U.S. angered the French government. So much so that France recalled its ambassadors from Australia and Washington. The White House says France is our oldest ally and one of our strongest partners and will try to resolve the differences. French officials say President Macron will speak with President Biden in the coming days. Greg Clugston, Washington. The FBI executed a search warrant and towed away a Mustang at the family home of Brian Landry wanted for questioning after a body was found that's thought to be that of his girlfriend. Watch the door. Outside the family home of Brian Landry, a person of interest in the disappearance of Gabby Petito, a crowd of reporters huddled under umbrellas on a neighbor's lawn as FBI agents came in and out of his parents' home with boxes of evidence. At least a dozen agents and police officers converged on the home a day after authorities discovered a body believed to be hers on the edge of Grand Teton National Park. Landry's whereabouts are still unknown. In an interview broadcast Monday on the Dr. Phil show, Gabby's father, Joseph Petito, said Landry and his daughter had dated for two and a half years and that there were no problems during a previous road trip to California. Petito said Landry's family was complicit by protecting him. He says he wants Landry to be held accountable for whatever part he played in Gabby's disappearance. I'm Jennifer King. A San Antonio doctor who said he performed an abortion in defiance of the new Texas law has been sued by two people seeking to test the legality of the state's near total ban on the procedure. Former attorneys in Arkansas and Illinois filed lawsuits Monday against Dr. Alan Braid, who in a weekend Washington Post opinion column became the first Texas abortion provider to publicly reveal he violated the law that took effect on September 1st. On Wall Street, the Dow on by 614 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them. And I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. I'm Peter Serving with your Liberty Minute for Tuesday. International travelers now have to be vaccinated and show a negative COVID-19 test within three days, unless you're an illegal immigrant. The White House says that illegal immigration is not comparable to foreign nationals who arrive by airplane to the United States. Well, right. One group is breaking the law, and you're helping them. 
two GOP operatives have been charged with funneling $25,000 from some Russian into the 2016 presidential campaign. After seven years and millions of dollars of investigating, they found a $25,000 violation. The U.S. government is investigating Border Patrol agents caught on camera doing their job. That's right, Border Patrol agents caught attempting to stop illegal aliens from coming into our country are being investigated. Our president abandoned Americans in Afghanistan, and the mainstream media is already forgetting about it. What has happened to the country that I love? Join me in the Liberty Lighthouse Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Mojo 5.0 Radio. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800 708-4395. 800-709-4395. 800-709-4395. This is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. Yeah, we kind of missed that break a little bit there. Yeah, Sorry. that's what happens. We get out on Nerd Run there, and we just kind of keep going. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Howdy doody. Yeah. Howdy. Well, at least if you're listening on doody. radio. <laughs> yeah, if you were watching um, in YouTubes or anywhere else. You we kinda... kept going, so. <laughs> Sorry. Whoops. Just kept on rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Blazing Slug over there. Sorry, guys. Sean Connery was the best Bond and the only one I would want to shag. I don't know if that was part of the, you know, questionnaire, but okay, thank you for that tidbit of information. <laughs> um, Lovely. I, I, and I, I, It's been a while since I've seen some of those. Um, but no, I, I'm, I think I'm kind of with you on that one. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't know what it was. It Roger Moore. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. He, yeah. Actually, he was, he was afraid of guns. I know, but that makes him uh, pff, done. Like he, his acting was okay, but he was afraid of guns. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I don't want to do this anymore. You can't be a bond and also be afraid of guns. You sure? Yes. Bond doesn't believe in killing. Right. <laughs> Unless you also all the stu- all the people that he blew up or just <laughs> killed or shot or poisoned or stabbed or you know, not not all of those. D- disregard all that. Sweat of his pride makes a good point. The war doctor didn't get near enough screen time. Oh, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. But they did that on purpose. You know that, right? Yeah. It was on purpose. The war doctor technically isn't a doctor. Yeah, supposed to be. He was a mistake. It was a flub of the, you know, tiny wimey stuff. He chose to be that way, so it wasn't a mistake. Well, but... It was a choice. By the story, it was a mistake. 
Yeah. It's like, it was a choice. It was a bad choice, but it was a choice. It was still a choice. Still a choice. Just a bad one. Just a, it's a bad one. Just a bad choice. You know, so horrible, really. Like going to get panties out of a vending machine. Don't start with that again. It's a bad choice. <laughs> Hashtag do not recommend. <laughs> Zero stars. Zero stars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I think the answer to that is a big fat no. Yeah, it's kind of like this uh, right here. Survey. <laughs> this is funny. Yeah. Um, um, and a worrying trend for free speech in college campuses, a growing number of students are expressing support for shouting down campus speakers that they disagree with or even using violence to stop the speaker from speaking. Hmm. A new study finds. <sighs> The Foundation for Individual Rights in Education, also known as FIRE. Is it really what that's? F-I-R-E? I know, I'm just. A nonprofit group that supports free speech in uh, institutions of higher education published its uh, 2021 college free speech rankings on Tuesday. The rankings assessed free speech uh, climate in various colleges and universities, campuses, uh, but uh, by, by surveying the students okay. who went to those schools. They surveyed, uh, gathered opinions of more than 37,000 students at 159 of America's largest and most prestigious campuses. Oh, good. Because nothing, nothing says, you know, quality answers <laughs> like, you know, elitist snothead kids. Well, it's specifically about free speech on campus. No, I got that. But again, you're going to elitist snot-nosed kids. Well, it's 159 of them. You know, there's not going to be all snot-nosed. Okay. Okay. If that helps you sleep at night. It does. Just okay. To, okay. No, no, that makes fine. me feel better. As long as that makes you feel yeah. better. Quote, the existing ranking system, do, do not look at the core aspect of higher education, the ability to think, discuss, and Speak freely. That came from the fire executive director, Robert Shibley. Robert Shibley. Quote, our ranking, our rankings guide uh, prospective students mm-hmm. uh, and uh, their parents towards the school that value free speech and open in- inquiry. They also help us hold schools accountable and demand that they do better. Okay. Compared to past surveys, this year's more students uh, expressed support for silencing speakers that don't agree with even uh, that they don't agree with even by violent means. The survey found that 66 percent of students supported shouting down campus speakers as they don't that they don't agree with. An increase of four percent over of 2020 because, you know, that's what you the rate of inflation also applies to free speech uh, God. Directly. Yeah. Additionally, 23% supported violence to stop the speaker, an increase of 5% from last year. Yeah. Two colleges that expressed the strongest uh, support for violence against the speakers were elite women's colleges, West, uh, Wesley College and Barnard College. And, uh, or Bernard. Bernard. Barnard. It's just so dumb. None of these kids are taught anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're at these schools. They're paying, or excuse me, their parents are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. for them to go hang out in this place. 
and they're not learning anything. Because let's take this for just a, a moment. They're, for whatever reason, they're talking about uh, speakers that they don't agree with. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. So let's, for fun's sake, completely uh-huh. put all of these kids in one basket. Into one basket. Right. Now let's turn the tables and put it on against them. Now them and their kind are talked down. They let's throw violence at them. Let's right. throw the, oh mm-hmm. no, that's no, not you can't right. do that. No, no, no. But it's okay if you do it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and there's okay all if these. They do it to you. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And even when you try talking to them from that angle, they're like, oh no, it's okay because X, Y, and Z. No, because I don't agree with you. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not how that. It's not, it's not how, how that works. works. We need to actually sit down and have a conversation, not you shout me out Jackass. or actually try to exude violence, which is terrible. It's a terrible idea for most college kids, especially on those campuses, to try and exude violence because they don't. Yeah. Anyway, Claremont McKenna College topped the list with, as the most friendly to free speech. Is it now? Followed by University of Chicago. What? University of New Hampshire. <sighs> Emory University, and then Florida State. Oh, Florida State. Of the worst for free speech, DePaul University. Okay. D-E, capital P-A-U-W. No, I... I, DePaul. I, I know what you mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, followed by Marquette. Screw Marquette. Louisiana State. Okay. Wake Forest. <laughs> There's a fun one. And Boston College. Yeah, Wake Forest University uh, is in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Because they got pissed off, uh, because they, they, they pissed off the church in Wake Forest. Back in the 50s or 60s, yeah. Yeah. It's a really funny story. I, it, it really ask is. Ask us to tell it to you one time. It's one, yeah, it's good times. Yeah. Anyway, it has something to do with one the One day, it'll The demon you. deacons in the church just didn't go well. Anyway... <laughs> More than 80% of the students surveyed said that they self-censored their viewpoints on college campuses at least some of the time. 21% said that they censored themselves pretty often. Racial inequity, uh, abortion, and gun control are among the most difficult controversial topics to discuss. Well, duh. (sighs) Duh. That's just so dumb. Duh. These kids just don't. They're, They're dumb. God yeah. bless them. Mm-hmm. You're morons, right? <laughs> God bless you. We, I wish, I wish the best. Yeah, I, I simply the best, better than all the rest. Really? Yes. God. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> no. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> President Joe Biden delivered a speech on Tuesday. That'll be today before the uh, United Nations General Assembly, in oh, which that he claimed today. that the freedoms, quote unquote, of the world or of the world of world countries are interconnected. We are the world. Just that's just that. And I, I heard that live again. I, yeah. I sat through that entire thing. That's a bad idea. Yeah. I almost slipped my wrists um, <laughs> at work Yeah, at work and then jumped off a ladder. Oops. I almost did. Um, the, the fact that you know, the freedoms <clears throat> of world countries are interconnected. There are no freedoms really anywhere else in the world. There's not really any here. No. You want to talk about, okay. That, that, that's why they're interconnected. Here's, here's the thing. No, no, no. You want to talk about freedoms of the world are, are, are interconnected. Sure, yeah. Let's go. Let's talk about Australia. Australia? 
Yeah. Which is in you mean that place that's so completely absolutely shut down that they're rioting in the streets? They right are. Now? It is amazing. Some of the videos and stuff that I've seen burning shit down because they want to leave their house and all, and people are getting arrested, beaten for they going are out they're and looking, viewing the sunset. There is one, <laughs> and I saw that. I didn't send you any of this stuff yet. Oh goodness, there is one I saw. Uh huh. They are. They, I don't know when the date of this particular video was put out, but they were looking for a guy. Who sneezed in an elevator? By yeah. the way, he was by himself in said elevator. But he was caught on camera sneezing. Yeah, they found out he sneezed and they're trying to find him. Because they're going to find him. No, 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 no. They're not going to find him. They're going to arrest him. Oh, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, freedoms. Freedoms. You jackass. Yeah. Quote, our security, our prosperity, and our very freedoms are interconnected. In my view, as never before. And so I believe we must work together as never before. Because I've never stood up here and talked like this. Never before. Never before. The number of Republican figures criticized the president. <laughs> very good, Polly. Go sit down. Um the number of Republican figures criticized the president for using or for never using the word China at any point during his address. He didn't. He talked about Ethiopia. He talked about Iran. He talked all kinds of different places up and down, you know, called some people out in a, in a roundabout, passive aggressive, hippie sort of way that he is. But never once did he say anything about China or about Russia and about their their horrible Horrible humanitarian mm-hmm. issues. Yep. Yeah, human rights is not a problem for them, right? No. It's yeah, not. it's a fine area. It's okay. It's yeah. fine. We're all interconnected. Quote, President Biden didn't even say China during his UN speech. He should clearly state the threat that China poses to the world, not pretend it doesn't exist. That but, according to uh, Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas. But he can't do that in UNGA. <laughs> Why not? Because UNGA is mostly controlled by China, Russia, and the rest of them now. That's true, actually. There are more people against everybody living and breathing free than there are four in UNGA. It's really weird how that works out, isn't it? Yeah, and we still pay for it, by the way. We do? Yeah. Oh, great. We pay for all the UNs. Thank God. Because... Including Kim. Yeah. Well, he he didn't even talk about that. I know. No, no. I don't think you do. Mm, no the way he referred to them, that threw me off. And maybe I misheard The him. Koreas? No, he referred to it as one single place. Korea. Korea. The peninsula of Korea. He did not refer to it he as- He said the it. Korean peninsula? He, yeah, the way he was talking about it was as <sighs> one bastard. whole nation, not a north and south. You bastard. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, I was very upset. I was also at work. Because listening to the man makes you- want Upset. To, you know, drown a bag of orphan <clears throat> puppies. I I was just to counter a little. My my tumor was twitching severely. Yeah. So it is it's not high, a tumor. It's highly possible I misunderstood him. It's highly possible I missed something. I just didn't have the heart to rewind it to find out what he said. <laughs> but he did. That what I don't know what the context was, but he referred to Korea as one. Yeah. Not North and South Korea. Right. As one thing. Oh, oh, buddy. It made me angry. Yeah, so Blazing Slug over there, that that's not freedom being interconnected. That's the chains of slavery. Oh, now there you go talking about 
slavery again. again. How Look dare at you. you. What, what's wrong with you? Oh my gosh. I swear. Slavery this, slavery that. <laughs> slavery, slavery, slavery. Oh. <laughs> Watch out for the football. <laughs> Jan. All right, Jan. Just saying. Anyway. <laughs> Quote, I also, or and so I think it is indicative of his objective of laying out our proactive agenda of the big issues that we can work together on, including with China. Mm. That according to White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Jen Sachs. She said that while responding to a question about the absence of the word from the president's speech. Stephen Miller, who worked as a senior advisor and White House director of speech writing for President Donald Trump, tweeted, quote, if you're looking for a definition of negotiating from a position of weakness... Self-doubt and fear, this is it. And then he, he did do that. to the video. Yeah, because he turned around and sat there. He In his speech, he made the comment about how America will lead by example. And, it, and how did he word it? We would lead by example and would be an example of leading or some weird, stupid. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense, but whatever you moron. Whatever you are, yeah. You moron. Uh-huh. <sighs> During his remarks, Biden did call for decrying, quote, the targeting and oppression of racial, ethnic, and religious minorities, end quote, whether it takes place in uh, Xinjiang, northern Ethiopia, or elsewhere. Why did you call out Ethiopia? I told you, he he hit him a couple times. He called him out a couple Why times. Why are you calling out Ethiopia? Hell if I know. Are you saying that we're going to war with Ethiopia? It's a possibility. Is that what's up now? You're going to pull a, a Barack Obama and throw us in the middle of nowhere? It's highly possible, yes. Just throwing that, that possibility out here. We're, you're just going to throw us in the middle of Africa again. Again. During his <laughs> former U.S. ambassador to the U.N., Nikki Haley, who served under former President Trump, blasted Biden's speech. Quote, Biden's speech did not feature an America that leads. Leadership takes strength. What we saw was a U.S. president repeating feel-good talking points, in quotes, that according to Haley and her tweets. It's about right. Oh, it absolutely was right. It's, it was uh, an embarrassment. It really was. And then Nikki Haley, so I really wish Nikki Haley didn't leave her post at the U.N. I know. She did a phenomenal job. Oh, of course she did. But she got tired of being the only one doing it right. Yeah, even though it was during the Trump administration because she was getting burnt. Yep. And it, it's one of those you can only do it right for so long before you just get tired of being the bad guy at all times. At all the and times. So, there yeah. you go. That's just what it is. So uh, speaking of the O'Bidens, mm-hmm. a new book from political reporter Ben Schreckinger. Ben what? Schreckinger. 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 I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Reportedly confirms the uh, authenticity of at least two emails the, from the Hunter Biden laptop vindicating the New York Post reporting from last October on the Biden family's business dealings with the Ukraine partners. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, we have that. Yeah, but I like mine. I, I didn't want... I wasn't. The, it wasn't it the was, big thing. It, it was, was the, yeah. It was yeah. That's a dramatic. Yeah, like, oh you, my goodness! Now mine's like literally a half-hearted. You know, it's like you know, golf clap. Kind of, yeah, it's that. It's more like the the uh, um, Price is Right. You failed sounder. Do, 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 boom, boom. Yeah, 
Translation, you're a giant loser. Yeah, the Politico's Playbook newsletter reports that uh, Schreckinger's new book, The Bidens, Inside the First Family's 50-Year Rise to Power. That's an... That should frighten you. That title by itself should be enough to scare some fo- 50 years. <sighs> 50 years. An independent so- source who had access to Hunter Biden's email uh, emails confirmed that he received 2015 emails from the top executives of Burisma, a, UK, a Ukraine national, uh, natural gas company, thanking him for, for meeting with Joe Biden. Who was the vice president at the time? In 2017, emails detailing lucrative deals with Chinese energy company that uh, that included a proposal, a proposed equity breakdown uh, for the parties involved, and included a line ten held by H for the big guy. Whatever could that mean? Yeah, emails released by the uh, Swedish government agency also matched the emails by by the leaked cash. And two people who corresponded with Hunter Biden confirmed that the emails from the, from the cash were genuine. Good, good. At least we know. So it's not a Russian plant. <sighs> Basically, this is so dumb. Anyway, he released a book, and the book is a big... It's basically everything that we already knew about uh, Biden. It's all the stuff that no one else is going to pay attention to. It's everything that we knew about Biden. Everything. This book isn't going to sell much, but it probably has a lot of truth. It might sell a lot. It might sell a lot, but it probably has a lot of truth in it. Oh, sure. Backed up by actual information. And since this guy is a reporter and he has access to these people... I'd say that he might have something. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's always truthful because most reporters aren't, but this guy apparently l- didn't like the O'Bidens. Or at least he was neutral on the fact and he was just trying to you find need, the information. You better be careful because uh, the O'Bidens are going to send him out the same way that uh, Clintons, did. Clintons did. I mean, maybe. Just saying. You know. Because the big guy knows. Gots to be careful. Mm-hmm. Blazing slug over there. Uh, Schreckinger. Hell, I barely knew her. Nah. Uh, Adam W. Johnson, since we're on a Mel Brooks theme, how about young Frankenslug for your next name change, that referring to blazing yeah. slugs? That's good. Yeah. That's a good Where's, one. That would be next. Mm-hmm. Oblivion flickering. Here a slave. There a slave. Everywhere a slave, slave. Old McBiden at a farm. <laughs> Jackal Lazarus over on Twitter. I can't watch a second of Joey Pudding Pops. Fills me with the urge to throw up. I right there. Yep. With you entirely. I was, yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. Dang it, Chris, over on Twitter. Also, I don't allow the show. The Joe Biden's is the nicest sweetest, strongest president ever. He is actually what we need at this time. Are, are those horses I hear? So, sounds like four of them. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nothing. Don't, are those trumpets playing? Did the, no, don't don't did pay the, attention. Yeah, don't did the pay, earth, did the, side, the sky did, just split? What don't the don't pay attention to that. Yeah, it's yeah, nothing. Exactly. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. 
It's a minor, minor detail. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so before we get off to the break here, because we, we you got to squeeze that one. I want to squeeze this in real quick. Okay. Chuck Schumer claims mm-hmm. that the reason he claims why, a lot. <clears throat> yeah. But he claimed that uh, one of the major reasons why we have a shortage of people working mm-hmm. is because Trump didn't allow illegals to come to our country to work. <laughs> our labor shortage. So says the Schumer. Um, is the fact that we didn't have illegals doing the jobs that we don't want to do. I Dylan, not the, you know, $15 an hour expectation Bullshit. for, yeah, for, uh, pay on everybody. Not the N- fact that we had everybody we getting the- paid for doing nothing but sitting on their ass for an entire year. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, not the fact that we shut the economy down completely. And now that, you know, people are, you know, trying to go to work allegedly, they're not really allegedly. The, the jobs are now voluntarily just kind of paying people a boatload of money because they can. Yeah. It's like why not? We might as well pay him. Mhm. It has nothing to do with that. No, no, no. It's no, no, it's no. because we don't ha- aren't allowing illegal immigrants in. Right. And now he's going to obviously probably word it and I'm assuming he's a wording it as uh yeah. Talking about legal immigration. Oh no. No, he said illegal immigrants. He he said illegal. Does uh, He's talking verbatim. about illegal flocks. Uh, yeah. No, but I'm saying that's a where's the quote? I, I'll, I'll get it. We'll get there. Actually, you know what? We're going to talk about that on the break so oh, people are there. Oh man. There. Okay. I guess it's only fair you to hold it over. Yeah, and, sorry. Jerk. No, we're going to talk about on the break. Oh, and it, okay, good. I can handle yeah. that. You can handle that? Okay. All right. We'll be all right there. All right. The Hollow Net. Oh, I don't have a rim shot set up on. Oh, wait, there we go. Saturdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. My rim shot doesn't work. What do you mean there's no internet? My internet just dropped. And my router's doing the blinky blinky, you know, got internet thingy. Bringing you the best show money can buy. Assuming that my internet is back. On a mojo budget. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. That was terrible. Holy shit. Really? I hit that button like 10 minutes ago. Supply chain disruptions, shortages, panic buying. Unfortunately, they've all become facts of life in 2021. The good news is you have preparewithmojo50.com. Not only will you find emergency food supplies, also water filtration, air filtration, all sorts of other tools. Preparewithmojo50.com. If you want to keep food on the table, if you just want to maintain some sense of normalcy, preparewithmojo50.com is the answer. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. 
There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-562-2407-800-562-2407-800-562-2407. That's 800-562-2407. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. This is Defenders Live. Doodle 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 I, I just can't. Then <laughs> you got the, oh my. Oh my. I, he's an idiot. Shoot. I don't think he, uh, he has the biggest balls for such a freaking idiot. Well, he's like Biden. He's been in office since Moby Dick was a minnow. And so he doesn't care. No. He has no cares. He's actually still salient. That's the only, that's the only difference. Like he, he thinks still it's just, he's a moron. He's greedy and he's selfish and he knows how to play the game so that way he doesn't have to worry about... Because, you know, it's time to play the game. Well, yeah, as long as he can play the game properly where he can keep maintaining his paychecks and he can do all this, that, and a third and not have to worry about being responsible or actually do his job. For any sort of reason. Yeah. Then why should he have to worry? Why should he change? If you keep voting him in, he should never change. Yeah, because obviously he's doing something right. Or he's not, and you're not paying attention. But from I'm saying, from his side, he's doing something right. Obviously. Whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. Doesn't e- matter. Even if it's just getting a whole bunch of money. The media hyped Justice for J6 rally was promised to be the sequel to the January 6th riot at Capitol Hill. It wasn't. Hold on, hold on. Just pause for a second. Yeah. We'll read that again and just take in every word. Mm-hmm. The media hyped J- uh, Justice for J6 rally was promised to be the sequel to January 6th right at Capitol Hill. Okay, so there's, stop there, there. there's a lot of problems with this. Is there? Yes. What you got? Because uh, I got a couple. So first off, January 6th was not pushed by the media. At all. At all. There was no media hype with that. Okay. In fact, all of the hype that came from it was actually back-ended, you know, like mm, through other social media to, you know, stuff and everything else. And even when it happened or before it happened... Anybody who was anybody knew that it was going to be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like other than just the Trump rally. If you st- if you were at the Trump rally, that's one thing. But if you stayed back and you did anything else beyond that, everybody knew yeah. that that was going to be a bad deal for you. We even said it. Yeah. At the time, this is not they're good. Going, they're going to make gonna this make, into They're going to make it into yeah. something else. Don't go. Don't be there. Don't do it. If you go, watch your tail. Behave. If, yeah. yeah, behave. Do do your due diligence. Make sure that you're safe. Leave as soon as possible. You know, all those things. Mm-hmm. The media didn't hype January 6th. Nope. They were trying to avoid naturally. it with, with all need. And so for the media to actually hype something mm-hmm. about January 6th, 
is a problem. Yeah. The other problem is, is it was promised to be the sequel to January 6th. Based off of the media's definition of what happened in January 6th, that means there should have been violence. That means somebody should have died. Multiple people. Multiple should have people died. should have died. Multiple people should. So have died. why would you? Why, why would, would you anybody be encouraging that? that? Exactly. That doesn't make any sense at all. Why? With a massive police presence, many of whom were dressed in full riot gear and the Capitol barricaded, the rally turned out to be a complete and total did. Yeah, there was a total of like seven people who were actually there for the rally. Out of those, and oh well, okay. So here you go. There was a total of a thousand people there. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. Seven were for the rally. The rest was either police or the media. Good. Waiting. You know. Hooray. (laughs) Gotta have that handled. There was, however, one arrest of a man who was found to be in possession of a firearm. Yes, he was. Um, But he uh, turned out to be a federal agent. Yes. Yes, he did. The man who was arrested is twenty-seven-year-old is a twenty-seven-year-old U.S. Customs and Border Protection agent from New Jersey. Oh wow! He was taken into custody after people at the rally reported seeing him with a firearm. Okay, he was outside. It's it's the capital. You know that that area they don't allow anything like that there. I'm sorry. It's the capital of where? That would be America. That's the United States? The United States, yes. Uh, the, the Second Amendment. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut your mouth! The United States Capitol Police initially said the man was being charged with violating 40, uh, 40 U.S. Code subsection 5104 for carrying a firearm on federal property where it is illegal to possess a firearm. However, the U.S. Attorney in Washington, D.C. said prosecutors were, quote, not moving forward with the charges. Isn't that weird? It's all weird. It's, it's like he legally owned a firearm and there was no reason for him to be arrested. Well, it's because it's their guy. Uh, the Associated Press reported this and the office did not provide any of the details about it. The CPB agent was not at the rally in an official capacity. So they're not going to... No, he's not... Literally, all this is saying he's not going to get in trouble. He's just not going to get in trouble. Yep. That's, that's it. So he was there. He was there. He wasn't... He is a federal agent, but he wasn't there on federal agent duty. That duty. I know. <laughs> but even though he was arrested for having a firearm on, uh, at the Capitol building... Yeah. He, that was it. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. And they're not going to press charges. They're not going to hold anything against him. Right. I mean, he had a license for everything, so. Yeah. So there was that. (sighs) This one got your goat. These two. These last two stories kind of go together, so I kind of had to, I had to piece them together because it didn't. So. I'll just say that. So a House Appropriations Chair, Rosa DeLorio. Mm Mm-hmm said it is critical for Congress to swiftly pass uh, the, 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 the new new package that she has going on. I don't want to they, they want to they, they, She wants people to pass her package. Gross. Right. Yeah, the House Democrat leader on Tuesday yanked $1 billion from the uh, Israel Missile Defense Fund mm-hmm. from a government federal funding package that will, be, uh, that will bring them no closer to stopping the government shutdown and avoiding the default at all. 
because apparently there's a giant government shutdown happening. But the Democrats just want to like take a billion dollars away from Israel for no reason. Well, no, there is a reason. It's because it's Israel. It's because it's Israel, yeah. Uh, the funding bill uh, hit a last-minute snag after a group of House progressives revolted over a $1 billion that it would have provided to the Pentagon to help replenish Israel's Iron Dome missile defense system. You know, the thing that keeps everybody in Israel safe? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because we told them that we would help support them in this. Uh, Democratic leaders stripped the provision from the measure just minutes before the uh, (laughs) procedural vote after facing pushback from the left. The Iron Dome money, which Israel views as critical... For its protection. I I can see that. I would agree. Right. Uh, Which includes the annual defense funding bill instead, uh, according to the Appropriations Committee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, There is no interruption in funding for the Iron Dome, said the appropriate chair. Rosa DeLauro. We are trying to make this just a seamless package, okay? Okay. Because we believe that. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Hmm. Who doesn't? Republicans have said that they plan to reject the funding package, uh, including a two, uh, $28.6 billion in disaster aid, including the storm-battered red states, as well as $6.3 billion in funding for Afghan refugees and an extension for the federal cash to keep the government open for uh, through December 3rd. Democrats eager for messaging wins are tying that bundle with a measure that would hit pause on an approaching debt cliff through the 2022 midterms. Of course, because with the election coming up, they don't want to sit here and actually not do anything because then they would be held responsible for... They would be held responsible. ...not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, two people familiar with the matter said that the group of objectors to the Iron Dome language included Democrats who pushed earlier this year to cancel all arms sales to Israel amid the shooting wars in Hamas, militants in Gaza. Uh, The funding would have uh, made good on a pledge that uh, by the Biden administration to help Israel replace hundreds of interceptors used to knock down rockets that Hamas launched in Ga- uh, from Gaza in the spring. Good. So Biden promised Israel money. And then said no. And now you are saying, no, we're not going to do it. And he's uh, basically a box of rocks, so he's going to sign it anyway. A number of moderate members tweeted their displeasure about this. Because that's going to... Because tweeting is tweeting help. at it is going to make a huge difference, isn't it, there, bub? Yeah, you know, cause including some Democrats, they're they're very upset. They're just a tad miffed, miffed about this. protecting the citizens, even of Israel. Yeah, I, I just this let the government shut down. It doesn't. We don't need it. And at this point, with the economy and everything the way it is, we don't need. You it. would not notice it. We don't need it. You can't go nowhere or do anything anyway. So Right. So let the government shut down. What is it really going to harm us? It, I don't know. The president is still going to be there. Congress still has to be there. They're still getting, they're still getting paid. The only people that this would really affect, because you know, government shutdowns are staged, right? Yes. And by staged, I don't mean, oh, it's all fake. It's staged. So by government it's shutdown, it's all it is, is like they're getting, they have to t- press pause on a couple of projects. Because they're spending money out the ass anyway. 
not a couple projects. It's on the entire, the, the entire, don't you know the entire country shuts down? How dare you? You yeah, can't you go remember, to parks? Except for the last time. You can't go to parks? Yeah, yeah. That's what Barack Obama did. He literally shut down all parks. Yeah, can't go to parks. But that didn't do anything because it didn't affect the income or the outgo of our federal government's money. Because you don't make money or you don't lose money from a park. But you can't go to parks. <laughs> right. Can't go to parks. All right. So what actually happens in a government shutdown from finances? Not a whole lot of nothing. Nothing. Actually, it's a good thing because it's great for us. You're not paying anything. You're yeah. not accruing debt. We're not, you're not adding doing additional anything. debt. To everything crap. stops. Well, not everything. There's certain things that do kind of keep going, but the, the, you're not paying workers to do anything. You're, the, the three branches of government are still active. Yeah. Throughout the entirety of it. Okay. Yeah. A government shutdown does not mean that these people are just going home. No, it means that they literally, they're just like, okay, well, we don't have any more funds to extend anything else that we currently want to pay for. And the funny thing is we haven't had those funds for years. Yeah. All we're doing is adding on debt. So you know what? What, what, what month is it right now? September, September, October. I had to do the November. math in my brain no, for a minute. October, November, December. Oh, it's a fiscal year. So actually October, November, December, January, February, March. Uh -huh. Six months with no government spending. Do you think that might save the debt? Oh my, it's not going to save the debt, but it would help. Every, it would no, help. I don't mean save the debt like that. I didn't mean like that, but I mean. It would help so much. Do you realize how much that would. Do I, you know what, what they would have to do? It, it's never going to happen. What they would have. The they would have to. The debt clock? Yeah. I got gotcha. you. While you're talking. Yeah. They would have to. Without a shadow of a doubt, they would have to go through mm -hmm. and they would have to actually make a bunch. If, okay, what if, what if, what if, this is a what if, I know it's never going to happen, but this mm -hmm. is a what if, okay? What if the government did shut down? Okay. Okay. And they couldn't reopen until we had an actual budget, not a spending bill. An actual budget. Yeah, that would be weird, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Would it be weird? It's a tad. Would it? No, hold on. Would it be weird? It would be because we're not used to having a budget. We're not. We haven't had a budget right. in forever. Ever. Well, that's the point, right? We haven't had it. Yeah. We haven't had a budget in forever. And that's the thing. Because we haven't had a budget, and this is, okay, this is, this is where everybody, everybody in the world needs, needs to think about this. If you do not have a budget, you are controlled by the money that comes into your hands. And a budget doesn't have to be anything really specific. You just have to know where your money's going. That's it. You just have to actually understand where your money is going, mm -hmm. where the flow is. And you have to control just a smidge, just a tiny, just a single little bitty tiny bit of that money. Yeah, I was looking on there trying to see what the uh, the monthly. <clears throat> oh, no, this is just 
Total would be, total no, I know, but I didn't know as many brackets as it had. I thought maybe it would have no, like a, they don't, they don't, they, a yeah, monthly no. thing or no, something to that monthly, nature. Yeah. No. Darn it. That stinks. It does stink. Because I would love to know what. And my, also, that is a lie. Assets per citizen? No, it is. It's just we don't actually control it. Well, no, they're, yeah, I mean, they're assets. So, but, but that's a lie. If we're in that much, if we're in debt by so much as a, as a country, that's a lie. Assets. No, the assets per citizen over $500,000. Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. I feel, I feel like you find that to be a, a little bit falsified there. A little bit falsified. A little, a little, a little. In, I uh, mean, if you're just, even if it's just the average, no, that's a lie. Be from the SAV. Government shutdown. No! no! It's Trump's fault. Not sure how, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dang it, Chris, over there forever? Forever, never? <laughs> yeah. Forever, yeah. ever. For never, ever. For never, never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In related news. <laughs> Going back to Biden and his wonderful address. At the UN. Screw the UN. President Joe Biden on Tuesday said that the United States would provide more than $11 billion in climate aid annually by 2024 to assist poor countries vulnerable to extreme weather and sorry, rising temperatures. Sorry, hold on. The stop. Sorry, sorry. So what would, well, hold on. $11 billion? $11 billion. $11 billion. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so Joe Biden is somehow going to find $11 billion. Yes. Um, but we're going to take away one billion from from Israel. Israel, yeah, who needs it for actual defense? Yeah, and we're going to take that away from them. But we're going to give it to give give it and another ten billion dollars yeah. to yeah. aid in climate. Yeah, for poorer countries. Yeah, it's a, it's really weird. He actually sat there at one point and tried saying that how he thinks that you know a two party state would be a great way for that to be settled and blah, 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 blah. But we're a long way from being there. I'm like, you know, you're an idiot. Cause what a dumbass. Because here's the think about this. Just a teensy weensy little bit. That, that offer was thrown out already. Yeah. The fact that the matter is it was turned down because Hamas. They just they, they keep on saying that no, we can't have a two party state. It doesn't work that way. Not gonna happen. We don't give work. us everything or die. Pretty much, pretty much. And then they fire a bunch of rockets while they're <laughs> sitting in the middle of a civilian neighborhood. And then when uh, Israel fires back, are oh, you killing our people? No, we we're just trying to hit you. <laughs> You're not gonna get us now, right? Ah. <sighs> But the president didn't specify in his speech to the United Nations General Assembly how he plans to convince Congress to increase aid from a previously announced $5.7 billion commitment, which doubles Obama-era aid levels. Nobody knows. No, no, nobody knows. He has no idea. He just said, we're just going to do it. We're just going to do it. We, we, you know, we're just going to double it. Uh-huh. Just going to yeah. double, double up. Yeah. Did double mint gum. Yep. The that's how, that's how it's going to happen. The relatively uh the relative frugality of from the United States on climate aid is seen as a major obstacle to to securing 
Uh, ambitious actions as countries head into November's global climate talks in Glasgow, Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. But yeah, how- once again, remember, in Scotland, they're no longer kilts. Everything is a skirt. Yeah. It's really, kind of makes you giggle a little bit, doesn't it? It's all skirts. I think it's funny myself. I'm holding that against you, Scotland. <laughs> it's your fault. It's all your problem, Scotland. If only. Anyway. I don't know why that keeps making me laugh to do that, but it does. <laughs> oh, my God. So, once again, once again. So, currently, right now, we mm-hmm. spend around $5.7 billion. Yes. Annually. Yes. For climate change. Yes. In poor countries. Yes. Doing what? And, I have and, no earthly idea. And and the budget. Yeah. I the, don't. the annual budget, or not the budget, but the spending bill, the current spending bill that they're trying to pass, doesn't try to get rid of that. Instead, they try to get rid of the $1 billion going to Israel for their defense. Yeah. That was already promised to them. The money that was already promised to because them. Because it's Israel. Screw Israel. That's that's how this administration feels. That's how the left feels. That's how a lot of people tend to feel. Yeah. Even though they're our allies, screw you people, you're on your own. <sighs> but how Biden will realize his pledge to quadruple his U.S. climate aid is an open question, telling the General Assembly that his administration, quote, will work with Congress, end quote, to hit the mark. Quote, we also have to support the countries of people that will be hit the hardest and have the fewest resources to help them adapt. And quote, that according to Biden, saying that spending combined or spending combined with the leveraging private financing would bring rich countries closer to the $100 billion in annual climate finance. It promised to poorer Nations, quote, this will make the U.S. the leader of public climate finance, end quote. So I, mm-hmm, okay. Yep. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, spending, saying that government spending combined with leveraging private finance. Mm-hmm. Making but, the rich pay their fair share. But, that's my question. Yeah. Is that what that means? Yes, it does. Leveraging private finance. Yes. We're going to leverage. Well, it private, also, it also goes finance. back to the whole, you know, make sure that they get the IRS to scope through everybody's bank After accounts. After $600. Uh-huh. If you have more than $600 in your bank account, they want to know why. Yeah, Peroonies. Yeah, that's not good. Let's see. But No, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on, you have. Right. To, He's like, I'm mm, not. No, 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 no. We currently are sitting at $5.7 billion being given to these countries in America. Right. And they want to get it to $100 billion a year. Right. To spend on climate finance, not climate change, climate finance. Mm Mm-hmm. And that finance is is a very weird word when it comes to this sort of thing. It could mean lend. 
Yeah. It could mean lend. It doesn't. Right. It could mean borrow. More likely. Or it could mean spend. Definitely. So when you're talking about climate finance, it means spending money on the climate. It means all of it. Yeah. So we're clear. Spending money on the climate using all the factors. It's probably what it is. Because we all know that the the best way to stop any kind of issue, any issue, any issue whatsoever, all it takes is money, is money. You know, if a tornado is coming money, all you do is just stand out in your yard and throw money at it. Right. Um, and it'll go, holy crap. And it'll go It away. used to only cost you about 50 cent. Yeah. Like you could just throw two quarters at it. And yeah. And it would go Full away. Inflation and time yeah, has it gone would go on. Away. And so now it's like $500,000, but still. At least, yeah. Yeah. You know, which is why the average person just can't go and do it. Right, which is to. why their house gets ran over through tornadoes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. See? See? It's just it. You know, nobody can do anything about it. You're picking up on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, you know, you know, the tsunamis in Haiti. Yep. All yep. it all it really would take mm-hmm. for the tsunamis in Haiti to stop and, and, and the earthquakes. Yeah. And and all the hurricanes and everything else because they're out there in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an odd place to be. You know, they could just move their island if they wanted to get away from those. Right. That only cost a few hundred billion dollars. Yeah. I mean. It's only a few hundred billion dollars to move an entire landmass. So the funny part about all this is the whole the whole thing he's talking about has been, and again, I, I painstakingly listened to it. Stupid. I know, but I had nothing else to listen to and I thought it was important. No, um, it wasn't. I, 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 you listen to this guy and you hear everything that he had to say. And all of it is, is we're going to just throw money at stuff. It's, we're going to unify the entire world. Everything mm-hmm. is going to be great. Yep. You know, climate change. And again, he went back to this whole thing about climate change. It was all about climate change because it, it, it if, you know, if nations just address this stuff with climate change, then these kids will stop being terrorists. He, he said something to that around about. Sorry, effect. what? Yeah. Yeah, in a roundabout if, way. If we can, if we can stop climate change, we'll stop terrorism. Basically, it's because it's it's all these people are angry. The, their governments are not taking care of them as the way they feel they should, and so if they handle it, then a lot of the stuff will stop. What we need now is we need for one world government. All we need is love. Oh, love. we're heading to that one world government. Love is all you need. No, uh, so yeah, all we need Quick, now is fast and in a one hurry. world government, giant communism throughout the entire world, where everything is controlled by the top, and you have no say in anything that happens for the rest of your life, or your children's lives, or yep. your children's children's lives. Isn't it great? And the only way that you can get away is to find a place that was so secluded and so not known, and has, it's completely off the grid. Isn't it great? Probably Antarctica. Oh no, they're gonna find a way to they're gonna find a way to handle that one too. It's like nope, sorry. North sir. Pole, South Pole, Antarctica. Maybe find an island that they haven't found yet. That there's I wish that we were that lucky. I know, right. I wish we were that lucky. The UN climate conference is viewed as a political watershed moment for the uh, world's bid to keep temperatures from rising one point five degrees Celsius above pre industrial levels. Now, I, I I feel like I approach this every single time, mm-hmm. but they keep 
coming back to this whole, well, we don't want the degree to go up 1.5 degrees Celsius. Okay. We don't want the temperature to go. Um, we're, we're getting ready to start cooling down. It's a little bit. We are. North Carolina, the temperature during the day can reach upwards of 70, or 70, sometimes 80 degrees. You know, this entire summer has been like chill. It's been nice. Um, but no, I was going to say is the way, way it runs is it'll turn around and it'll get down into the 60s. That's a 20 degree change on average. Yeah. Why are we worrying about 1.5 degrees? If we could fluctuate 20 degrees in a single day within or like more two, within two to three hours, then why is it that you're trying to make us freak out over 1.5 degrees? An this, average of 1.5 degree over this time. same BS is the same BS they use when it comes to COVID. Yep. But you know what BS you can't get is American Pride Roasters coffee. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. They should have a coffee flavor called BS. <laughs> Historically great coffee. Guaranteed to make you swallow every single time you put it in your mouth. Uh-huh. World is going to hell and it's a crappy place, but at least you can have a great cup of joe in your coffee or in your cup in the mornings. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Mm, go to Mojo50.com. That's where you can find all of the radio hosts for the Mojo50 Radio Network. Their schedules, the gear, and all the rest of it. You can also check them out on the iHeartRadios at the Mojo50 Radio button for 24-7 free speech talk. Yep. Go to our website, DOAShow.com, and follow us on all the social medias at DOAShow. We'll see you all tomorrow. Bye. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5 Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.